Good afternoon, everyone. This is Kennedy, host of the Kids Hub Book Club and president of the Kids Hub Media Network. I am really looking forward to introducing everyone to Julius Caesar, which is a play by William Shakespeare. It's a book that I've chosen next to review and share with everyone at Kids Hub. I am interested in reading this book again because unlike a few of the books that I've done in the past, I've only read this one once. So I'm looking forward to reading this book again because I always say that each time you read a book, it's a different experience. You can read it three times and you each time will notice something different. And I know that's true from personal experience, but also from having English teachers. And I used to wonder, you know, how do they not get tired of teaching the same book over and over and over again? And it's partially because maybe they don't have to read it the same way that they read it the first time and the second time, and they get different information from the books and really a different message. So I think that the same thing will be true for me with Julius Caesar because it's been about three years since I read this book. I read it in my freshman year, so it's a really great read. And I'm going to spend the next few minutes really giving some historical context of the book and introducing you all to the um, well historical context and the context in which Shakespeare was writing this book um, because I think that's really important to understanding, whether it's um, a book that was written years and years and years ago or one that's more recent. It's really important to understand the context, and I'm sure that those of you who were around for listening to To Kill a Mockingbird, you notice the same thing, that there are certain references that you really have to be um, knowledgeable of the time to understand. So Rome, as people know it today, is a city in Italy, a beautiful city in Italy, and that's how most people know it. But Rome before that was actually a huge empire that expanded, well, of course it was all of Italy, but also places in Great Britain and going as east as Persia. So Rome was an empire, very, very much larger than it is today. And so, of course, an empire needs an emperor, someone to be in control. And of course, you can have people governing in the smaller city-states, but there had to be one emperor. And so Julius Caesar was one of these leaders of Rome. Now, to be an emperor, there are several things that come to mind. You need to be controlling to some extent, you need to be compromising, maybe you need to be manipulative, maybe you need to be ambitious, that's an important word that comes up in this play. Um, there are several different things that you need to be, things that you shouldn't be. Sometimes you are doing it right, but the people around you don't trust you. So then there are conspirators who might say that they're interested in the good of the state while you shouldn't be there, but also conspirators who are interested in themselves and having their own power. So Julius Caesar is a play in which... Um, one of these leaders, who is Julius Caesar, well, I, I'd say he's probably the most famous of the Roman emperors, um, partially because of this play by Shakespeare, but it explores the lead up to Shakespeare's assassination because he is killed by conspirators, um, which sounds possibly like something that would be boring to read, but it actually is one of the most dramatic plays that I'd read um, up until then from what I remember, and I'm really looking forward to reading it again. Um, just in terms of context, normally I'll say this is from the 60s or from the 30s or something around that time, but this is actually from 44 BC, which means before the Common Era. So if you go back to year zero, 44 years before that is when the context of this book is taking place. But as you all know, Shakespeare, of course, wasn't writing then. He was writing in the 1500s, so during the Renaissance era, which would make sense. Well, I'm studying art history as well. And it would make sense that a Renaissance writer is writing Julius Caesar because Renaissance artists, whether they were um, painters or sculptors or architects or 
writers were all interested in classics. So that's Greek history and Roman history and Greek and Roman languages. So it makes sense that Shakespeare was interested in Roman history and creating a play to dramatize it so that it might be more interesting for people to understand. So I'm, like I said over and over again, I'm, I'm interested in reading this. Um, it's one of those books that is so interesting because you also get a very historical perspective of the book. And what's interesting is that you have Julius Caesar, who of course is a main focus, but you're not sure if he's the protagonist or antagonist. So now that it's all coming back to me, I remember my teacher doing a lot with that idea because normally you have a clear-cut person who most readers are against and a clear-cut person who the readers are designed to be you know, in favor of. But you can't really make... It's a bit ambiguous, I should say, and I'll leave it at that and I'll let you all make the decision. So that is pretty much my introduction to Julius Caesar. It'll be a great read, and if anyone was listening to Kids Hill when I did A Midsummer Night's Dream, if you like that style, I'm sure you'll like this as well. And the reason that I decide to do Shakespeare every few books is because he is, I would say, the most influ influential writer of original English. And when I say that, I mean that there have been incredible writers that came before Shakespeare, but Shakespeare wrote in English. So this is something that belongs to the English language. So in terms of the origin of English writing, I think he is one of the most influential and regardless of what you decide to study or regardless of how interested you are in English or in reading, Shakespeare is going to come up and there will be references to Shakespeare um, all throughout different subjects, whether or not it's English. So I'll be reviewing that next week and i just deciding to end this review with um, some college advice. And I decided to start doing that maybe once every few book reviews or maybe every other book review and then in between I'll do word of the day. But I think things like that are very important. So I'll maybe give one piece of advice every few weeks. And being a person who has just finished up the entire college process, for the most part, almost done, um, it's all fresh in my mind. So I think I am the right person to give this advice. So the first thing I would say is to write down all of your interests. So if you're a freshman in high school, maybe you don't have to consider this yet, but toward the middle and end of sophomore year, and definitely in the beginning of junior year, it's really good to start writing down your interests. Um, that's something that I think I did right. And of course, I'll say things as the weeks go by that maybe I should have done better or things I wish I had done or wish I had known. But writing down what I was interested in is something that definitely helped me because when you start to get college information, it starts coming in the form of booklets. And everyone has a school that they want to advocate for. Maybe they went there or they have a friend who went there and they think that it would be good for you. But you can't really be sure of where exactly you'd like to go or whose advice you should take until you're sure of what interests you. And for me, that was difficult because I'm interested in a whole lot of different things. But maybe that is what I'm interested in is a whole lot. And so you need to go somewhere that offers a lot. So that's the first thing you need to do. And then really start narrowing down location. So where are you interested in going in terms of direction? How far are you willing to go? Consider weather. Consider food. Consider um, all there is to do in the city around. Do you want to be stuck on the campus or not? So I think that's the first thing. Even if you do it in journal form, if you do this in your head, but think about what exactly would serve you, um, not necessarily what your friends would like you to do or family members, which will come in later, which is also important, but really what you're interested in because this is where you will have to be for, for the most part, four years. So really consider that. So that's my weekly college advice on Kids Hub. And I'm looking forward to introducing everyone to Julius Caesar next week along with a word of the day. That's Kennedy on Kids Hub, giving kids a voice in the world.